0: Welcome to the Triple MCG... Welcome to Tony Squires, Mark Bosnich and Matthew Hayden. This is the KFC Summer Session one Triple M.
1: Yes, yeah, so and we're just here to fill a Thursday afternoon for you. Just a couple of hours of blokes talking about anything that pops into our head. Bit of sport, probably. Mm. You know what? Matthew Hay- Hayden, though, is
2: inspirational, boss. He is. What were we saying at the end of last night? What was he doing? He was doing a piece. He had his dough outside, letting it dry, and he had a well, cover let on it top. Well, let, 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 letting let it, it... Is that prove? Is that what you do? You let yeah, your dough yeah, when yeah, it rises? Let it prove let and he had he out. had a, he had a um, he had a cloth on top of it to make mm. sure that the crows didn't come and take pecks yeah. on it. And Lungle, I, I was Lungle really crows. surprised at all the the uh, response he had from Twitter, yeah. AC mm. Milan down. I, I, I can continue going, telling him different ways and all this and the other. Yeah, it was brilliant feedback. Anyway, Thank you, everyone. Yeah. that... Inspired, not only you, Squizzy, but yeah. myself. Yeah. Yes. Not what you made your own pizza. No, I, I ordered takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I ordered takeaway and I watched the Big bat. Yeah, I got Sydney oh, Thunder what a problems, night buddy. right there. I got takeaway <laughs> as well. I, yes. I went potato and gorgonzola. Oh, nice! I reckon. Yeah, yeah, good yeah
0: for no, you as well. I like it. Yeah, yeah really it was a good low
2: fat option there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's my night off. You know, it's my day off. It's sort of like I said, I have I have my one oh, free meal a week, please. and that was. Did you get Boz Hammer pineapple? Yeah, margarita. I had it when I was five years old. I like it, so why change it? I don't think ham and pineapple is yeah, margarita, uh... <laughs> no, no, margarita. Yeah, ham <laughs> and pineapple is
1: not margarita. Margarita is just a normal p- uh, base. Just, yeah. That's it. Just tomato yeah. base. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your, did yours end up as beautiful as it looked you, when well, you uh, sent the uh, photo?
0: Well, I mean, I'm not going to blow my own ties up here, on, but it, it did on. taste very nice. So I had uh, a couple of different pizzas, mm. three uh, pizzas actually. Uh, margarita, yeah. which was uh, just mm. mozzarella and the tomato paste that I was yeah. talking about, the passada that I made up with a little bit of garlic and mm. olive oil mm. uh, and fresh basil. Oh yeah, mm. which was lovely. Got do you grow big,
1: basil? I in do, the mate. I've got a
0: big pot of it. Beautiful basil. Yeah, big clay pot, and it loves it over here on the island as well. I think mainly because it's it, it's quite dry, so it, it loves to get wet, and then it loves to dry out. Yep. Anyway, it was on fire, mm. and then uh, for us, uh, I had a prosciutto, uh, prawn, fresh oregano, and uh, some fresh basil. Mm-hmm. Um, and some jalapeno peppers. Ah,
3: uh, you got the jalapeno oh, in there. No,
0: you got to have jalapeno. You've got to have some
3: spice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Space up out Thursday.
1: Ah, well, there's plenty of spice oh, in the two hours that we're about to share with you. The KFC Summer Session. Look, we have been doing a bit of bagging of the English cricket team. I oh, with good bed. reason, on the field. <laughs> yeah.
0: We have smoked them. Yeah, we've
1: smoked them and we've <laughs> gloated at the same time. Of it's been a combination of things. Yeah. Uh, I think the menu has been just about perfect. Mm, it's been a buffet uh, of uh, beer. <laughs> and one of the people, of course, that Australia, Australia uh, has had a real red hot go at over the summer. I guess mm. after the incidents that went on went in England is Stuart Broad mm. uh, has been. But I've actually really enjoyed how he's reacted on the field. Haydos,
0: he has played well. I yep. agree. Yeah. Yep, he's he's copped it on the chin.
1: He, he a little bit. Uh, he's batting obviously. If, apart from the light, in fact, he, in Sydney he was a bit better. But he, that was the only downside. But he certainly, you know, he stood up. What was going on? Mm. Well, the story uh, today is that both Stuart Broad and Matt Pryor were involved mm. in, uh, according to today's news, saving the life of a man in Sydney, mm. uh, talking him down from jumping off Piedmont Bridge mm. yesterday. Yeah.
2: Now, apparently, it's around the corner from the buzzer. That's right. Is that where it yeah. was? Okay. Well, they. Uh, Sorry. Not... Is
0: that a big jump?
2: Um. Oh, it's a good... Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a good 20, 30 metres. Yeah. So you're not coming back. No, world, you're not is. coming no, back. No, it's going to be hard for you. I mean, I'll, yeah, I, I don't think so. He'd already thrown
1: uh, over, you know, from this, the bridge, he'd thrown his wallet and his passport. He was yeah. an English guy as well, as yeah. it turns right. out. And yeah. now they were, they were on the, the way back to the hotel from a uh, Barmy Army event uh, on Tuesday night when this happened. They right. saw this guy, and, you know, first initial thing was to try to talk him, talk him down and, and then, then physically to restrain, restrain him yeah, right and yeah. bring him down, which is just, you know, uh, one of those dramatic heroic. things. Yeah, heroic. it is absolutely heroic. I think they've done brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Well done. I agree. Well, are you a, a step-in kind of guy?
2: I am, but um, you just got to be careful. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't pick and choose. There are times when you when you come across situations. I came across one right. I was just telling you guys off air, right near that Piedmont Bridge a couple of weeks ago where five or six, say, teenagers were going to beat up this other teenager. Me and three others stepped in. But you do think to yourself afterwards, you know, if you're on your own, and you did that. What about if they jumped on you or somebody pulled a knife? But in general, I think you've got to do the right thing as best as you possibly can. If you're with your family, I was with my family at the time, and I was lucky I had my um, like mother-in-law and partner, Sarah, so I had the baby as well, so I gave the baby to them. But you've got to take into consideration at such a short period yeah. what you're going to do. But in general, yes, I'll definitely step in to do the right thing to help someone.
1: Hey, Doss, you strike me as a step-in guy.
0: Yeah, it's it is like Bozza says though. It's pretty um, it's pretty daunting when you get into a situation where you're walking into a scenario you have no understanding of whatsoever, mm-hmm. um, and then the ramifications naturally are huge, uh, and oftentimes, um, the, the people that re- originally started it, um, get away with a lot of this stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I'd be reluctant. I, I would try my very best to pacify a situation, mm-hmm. um, to step in. I guess is a new level of of authority. It'd be actually interesting to hear, you know, the recommendations from the police force in those sort of scenarios, because I'm sure they would have some advice for us. Mm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Very- I think a lot of people would be scared. You know, I mean, we talked about um, the crowd trouble at, at the A-League games. And now the FFA has sort of basically turned around and said to the clubs, it's your responsibility. And they're asking genuine fans to, to step in if they can see trouble. But I think a lot of people, you know, would be, like I said, a little bit cautious or even in a lot of instances, there's no problem to say they're scared that if they stepped in and it went pear-shaped, and like Haydos just said as well, what about in the end if, if you're the one who gets in trouble? One you know, thing for
0: certain, though, they've right. saved someone's life. They've saved, that's yeah. thing. Well, they've yep.
1: stepped I guess it's a, very, a different situation that wasn't so much mm. a, a violent situation they have walked into, but something that but was still, a, a life-threatening. Very, very dangerous. Absolutely. Imagine,
2: imagine if they went to grab the guy and he jumped with them Absolutely. off Absolutely. I think they've done
3: brilliant. And there especially. are those
1: moments they've described as something that, you know, you're there in that situation and, and the adrenaline or whatever takes over and you go, mm. this is what I just have to do. Yeah. And I think mm. that's probably does, does what happened. Because if you consider it many times, exactly as you say, if you stop to think, should I go and do anything, you, mm. often the answer is, no, I'll just, you know, mm. wait for somebody well, else. Well, could be. Too late. Exactly. And uh, well, like, Matt Pride didn't wait for somebody else. Stuart Broad didn't. Yeah. And uh, they've got huge congratulations from a whole range of people. Soccerist star uh, Timmy Cahill tweeted amazing yeah. stuff, lads, which is just, you know, uh, getting the support that it they is. they absolutely deserve. As you mentioned, the England cricket team, they've copped a, a, mm. an absolute battering. But uh, credit mm. where credit is you. Well done, mm. boys. The
0: KFC Summer Session. Now, Bozza, yes, uh,
1: the World Cup 2022 yes. in beautiful downtown Qatar, mm. uh, temperatures roughly 53, 54 degrees, perfect for playing football uh, <laughs> in, in summer sauna. Now, I understand. I'm not, it's not made, made official yet, but uh, the General Secretary of... Jerome Vlaka. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if now, he's come back. out and said that it's not going to be played where it was, when it was announced, <laughs> yeah. but in fact, around this time of the year when the weather will be beautiful, well, just a little slightly balmy, 25 degrees, perfect. Better. Is this going to make the uh, soccer-football stroke,
2: football world happy? Erupt. Yep. And it did it erupted last night on Twitter. And, yeah. and all I have to say about their news is shock. Yeah, um, Everybody knew that it was going to be pretty much impossible for them to play in, in June, July. Like you said, the temperatures are that extreme in those months that apparently when it gets over 50 degrees Celsius, they actually just put in the papers 50. They don't actually say how much it actually goes up to. Now, where the problem line right. once is Once you've reached 50, you 50, really that's it. I just, they just okay. say care. I can assure 50, you it's yeah. hot. I'm yeah. playing okay. 58,
0: 58 so, degrees, and they change the laws of cricket around it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, 58. And,
0: and, 58
2: and like everybody has said, you know, it, it, look, the, the World Cup for football anyway is, is just as much about the fans as these players. And it's all right saying you're going to have air conditioning stadiums Correct. for the players, but you can't air condition a whole country. Yep. Now, where the problem well, line you is this. Can. Well, <laughs> they probably can. They probably can. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. But the problem line is this, look. There are other bidders, including us Australia yeah. for that World Cup. Yep. And during the bidding process, uh, the, the, the parameters were set that you're bidding for a World Cup during June, July. Mm-hmm. They ended up awarding the Qatar Qatar the World Cup. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Everyone had the bidding process and all that, and they all thought they were all going for the World USA were another bidder for that for that yep. World Cup and South Korea and Japan, and they all thought, okay, fair enough. It's gone to Qatar. That's what they've decided. But they they knew the rules beforehand. Now FIFA have basically changed the rules after. Yeah which I find ridiculous, and so does a lot of the footballing world, but it just it has really just gone into rhythm, if you want to say, or a habitual thing with FIFA, basically turning around and saying, we are going to do what we want. Now, they do it very smartly. So you've got the General Secretary, Jerome Vlacca, who's come out and said you know, last night, uh, it's pr- most probably that we're going to play the World Cup in either November, December, or January, February, and then they see how the reaction is. The reaction has been absolutely vehement against it. So, of course, the official FIFA body go, no, well, we're going to investigate it. They, they see how how and they've just done it so many times and it's going to be an eruption because the european leagues are going to have to be interrupted now the champions league is where the champions or the top four in some of the big countries play in a in a champions league little, very similar to the cricket that we talked about with the 2020 yesterday Hados. Mm. they will be playing during november and december and that is the biggest earning competition in the world and there's going to be an absolute eruption from the clubs look I think both sides, especially the European League, will probably use it as a negotiating tool because Seth Blatter, who's the head of FIFA, his, his tenure will be up very, very soon, That's and Michel an Platine. I know. <laughs> and Michelle Platini, who's the head of the European UEFA, it's called the European governing body, he wants his job. So maybe it might be, but it's going to cause, it already has. Well, it's also, cause what about the, people, the broadcasters' eruptions. TV rights? I mean, Americans that got
1: yeah. involved, because it was going to be at a specific time where they yeah. thought there's a window, that's where we'll, we'll play the World yeah. Cup. Now it'll be against it. know Well, whether it be yeah. their, their football season, whatever it yeah. is, mm. the A League. I mean, yeah. they, they, we may we'll seem like some absolute yeah.
2: minnows. Uh, it and doesn't We matter. are. Yeah, but it, we're going to have to have an interruption to, to, to the season. And I, I look, a I, I lot of people are turning around and saying that we were naive to bid in the first place and so forth. Look, you know what, with hindsight, that may be so, but Frank Lowy had a go, and that was one of his directions when when the government came to him, Mm. and remember that, the government of John Howard came to Frank Lowy to ask him to reinvigorate Australian soccer, which had just basically bottomed out way back in 2000 and whenever it was, Two thousand three or four, I don't know exactly when it was. It's
0: not and not like Australia is incapable of hosting a major no, a major sporting yeah, event. No, a major
2: sporting event, and and, and you Olympics. know what, we weren't the only country that got if you want to call it dudded. Yeah, you know, there's a USA and there's other countries I mentioned, Korea and so forth. So, um, and you know, those countries are all. I mean, Korea and Japan hosted in two thousand two. USA hosted in nineteen ninety four. Um I don't think anyone had a problem with Qatar being awarded the World Cup but the, the the whole process now stinks of high to high hell because of because of what everyone's been saying is basically coming true that they couldn't play it then so basically instead of you know sometimes people change the goalpost during uh, uh, some type of negotiation or whatever. That's a bit, dull. but when you change the goalposts completely after, after, and you, mm. I mean, wow, well, it's beautiful. It's, I, love well, it. it's I love
0: it. It's ridiculous. The KFC summer
1: session. Hados, of course, in beautiful North Stradbroke Island. Mm. I think there's a new, Sorry, fellas. New new addition to the uh, the team. There um, is. Arrived. What's happened?
0: Well, well, I mean, usually my wife, and I want to qualify this because I'm going to absolutely can uh, her display and judgment in this particular case. Excellent. Usually she does she, have impeccable taste. Is she nearby? She's close enough.
3: Okay, cool. I'm <laughs> definitely not out of arm's reach. i can assure you of that, fellas. <laughs> Put the radar on, buddy.
0: Yeah. Okay, so two years ago, yeah. what came home was some beautiful furniture mm. um, of different pieces and this complete monstrosity of what looks like a mangrove tree that had been washed up
3: mm. yeah.
0: um, so it, it looks like driftwood, silver in color, uh, hard as a cat's head, uh, yeah. as heavy as ten twenty men it's <sighs> it's just enormous. Oh. So I'm, I'm said, to, I said to her, look, where, where do you plan on putting that? And she said, oh, I thought we'd put it up at the top deck, you know, of, of the house. There's so did a little kind of, corner um, area for a lounge yeah. up there, and you know, sometimes we sit up there and have a cup of tea in the morning, that sort of stuff. So after about fourteen men and thirty-eight ropes across this thing, dragging it up, and I was very unhappy about it too. I might add, it's yeah. like it just looks, in my opinion, it just looks woeful, mm-hmm. and it's just an eyesore. So I thought. After two years I was plotting my time of how I was going to get rid of this thing and finally it just disappeared off the top deck and I thought, oh, beauty, she's come round to my thinking. It's you know, it's, it's <laughs> some sort of uh, fish attracting device somewhere out in uh, Moreton Bay yeah. drifting along as to where it should be. <laughs> it Simil- sounds
1: unlikely that she would come round to your opinion though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> very unlikely, that one I think, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, get over here for for this uh, holiday, and it's lobbed again oh, no. oh. on the front deck. That's a life of its own. <laughs> I was like, how the heck did that get here? She says, oh, you know, we had a few things. We had to get over to the delivery guys, and I just put it on the truck. I said, oh, no. So, honestly, I mean there and wasn't so many fires around. Have you had the discussion
1: with her, face-to-face, I Face-to-face,
0: like it. I don't like it. I You know, it's just, a, it's terrible. I mean, I've sent you a photo, you yeah, I mean, seen seriously, it. No, it it's, it's not the best, is no, it? It does, it does it. look no, like, it does it. well, a
1: giant stick insect of some kind. It does.
0: Mm. See, if it was a giveaway, yeah. I'd go, oh, yeah, okay.
1: But no, mm. it was actually, there was, some,
0: there was some purchasing involved. Yeah, was yeah.
1: I, I mentioned this to my beautiful wife, Kate, that this had happened to you, and I described it to her, and she said, that's sounds beautiful. Oh, they
0: stick together. (laughs) They do, (laughs) mate. Look, I could understand if we were walking hand in hand, you know, sipping on a glass of champagne, celebrating, you know, our anniversary, and we just stumbled across across a piece of driftwood yeah, and it actually got dragged back into the house again. Yeah, I can sort of get it. But this is just outright nothing, no connection whatsoever. It's just... A monstrosity. Mm. Well, the, the other day, hey, Austin, I don't know if it's going to make you feel any better at all, but
1: uh, arriving at my house, uh, mm. a very large box arrives at the front door, and I answer, and okay, I'm gonna come, with, come in case, oh, it's here, it's here. Mm. Very excited. <laughs> uh, and managed to get it up on the table. Big, heavy thing it was. Open it up. It is a giant Bronze reindeer's head with antler, with the bell that you ring uh, on, on details, the
3: nails buddy.
1: And I said, Where, "Where's that? That's going on the front door." Uh, oh, so turns out it was too heavy to go on the front door, so I had to go on the wall next to the front door. Um, so,
0: so, so definitely a reindeer? It wasn't a moose or <laughs> <Yeah>. any <laughs> other species, no, specimen? I, I checked. It, it's a reindeer. It's a reindeer, all
1: right? How did you uh,
2: deal with that situation?
0: Well, uh, how do you think? I was
1: firm. Firm. Mm. Good. I said, mm. it looks really good, mm. and we should keep it. <laughs> <laughs> good. Perfect. As firm as, as firm as you would be, Bosworth. Uh. Uh, anything
2: interesting, Lob, there for you? Well, yes, there has been. Mm-hmm. And you guys know that, as I showed you a picture of it. Mm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, my good partner Sarah changed the sheets as she normally does yeah. which is very very good yeah. and uh, put these sheets All I can describe as they look a bit Versace-ish which is uh, very loud yes L- like louder than very, you very well the, uh, up there so that's quite loud so um, and uh, I spoke to her this afternoon, as you both know, in the meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I said, babe, can you just send a picture through so I can show the boys and everybody a picture of these, <laughs> lo- these uh, lovely but very loud sheets. And she turned around and said, what do you mean loud? Fabulous they are. <laughs> I went, no, I'm not saying nothing at all. And as usual, oh, whatever. You know, yeah, I'm really crossing my fingers. Uh, hopefully Sarah and her mother are not listening because, uh, you know, when the phone went down, I went, you just wait till I get on yeah, here. So I wasn't particularly brave about it. Yeah, mm. they're mustard well, and hot pink, a fuchsia, I would so there you go. Yeah, very bright, yeah, and that's that. okay. But look, you know, when you're asleep, you don't notice the size of the room, nor do you notice your sheets. And I'm happy to sleep on anything, and that's her department. But uh, well, yeah, when yeah. we're talking about you know people that have
0: passed on information, and we're talking about you know parents and whatever, my father had something, which you boys have obviously listened to. Yes. that you catch more flies with honey. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm in trouble now, <laughs> aren't I? Oh, <laughs> you are, I've got to make a good really feed struggling. tonight, otherwise oh, I'm out, I Jerry. Have pressure, I buddy.
1: wonder what
3: your partner has
1: brought home. Can you top something that your partner's brought home and your jaw has hit the floor, gobsmacked? The KFC summer session. Mark Bosnich, mm. Patty Hayden, Tony Squires, with you. Boz is already in trouble. For I'm in trouble already about the uh, the sheets that. Yeah. You, <laughs> what's oh,
2: going on? My partner's in? mother, Ruta, just texted me. You're showing your age, mate. Oh dear. There you go. Put that on the list. In trouble just because she's bought sheets that yeah. little. I have to louder see them. than you. I'm not even
0: going downstairs.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to see them after the show. Coffee, coffee honey. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. my wife's going to be here. Uh, Darren has called one triple three five three. G'day, Darren. Yeah. G'day. How are you? We're good. very Thanks, well, Darren. buddy. So did I was you as well? Yes. Yeah. What'd your wife bring home?
4: Well, it's a slight variation. Mm-hmm. It's what she made me go and get that she won on eBay. Oh boy.
1: Wow. Okay. Mm. This is good. Yep.
4: Yep. Yeah. It was a coffee table. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't mind going and getting a coffee table, but I live in Melton South, and it was in Warrigal.
1: That's that's a trip of how long?
4: (laughs) And that's about 150 kilometres away for a $20 coffee table. (laughs) It's
2: a bargain, though, Jack. What a sitch I'm glad you
5: find
1: it amusing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Was it a beautiful coffee table? Was she taking the mick out of you?
5: No,
4: that's just, I think she just wanted to get rid of me for the day. Uh, The day? (laughs) She may as
0: well just said, listen, mate. Go away.
1: <laughs> but, uh, my sister often buys stuff on eBay and has to travel 50, 60, 100, 200 kilometres to pick them up. It's
4: just,
0: really? It's, yeah. That it's is a, incredible.
1: A $20 coffee table. Well, I hope you're yeah. enjoying it, Darren.
4: Oh, mate. I put my feet on it and she cracks it with me.
1: So. <laughs> Good work, buddy. Gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. G'day, Damien.
3: Uh,
1: yeah. Hey there, Damon.
5: Yeah, how you doing? You're good. good what did the uh, partner bring home? Uh, it was more like what I brought home.
3: Okay. Oh, oh, what yeah, Talk us through it.
5: My brother got rid of a fridge. He had a cafe. It was like 2.6 metres long. About <laughs> a <laughs> metre and a half high. And had a separate condenser because I'd make my own beer in kegs. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I went, well, I could only fit two in my fridge. So I yeah. said, oh, this one can fit like seven <laughs> kegs in it. <laughs> and so I, I just top. showed up on Friday night about 7, 8 o'clock. I had to pick it up from out front of Wynyard Station in Friday right oh, afternoon. God. That was another issue. But anyway, and she's gone with very colourful language. <laughs> what the? are you doing with that?
3: <laughs>
5: and I said, what's my new beer <laughs> Wow. But that's I let her have one, one door so she can put all the food and that in it. So she's sweet about it now, but I've got yeah, three beers on tap with three ready to be oh, drank. No so, yeah, no the so, yeah, where's good, the
1: invite? Where is the invite? <laughs> the three of us will be there at
2: a drop of a hat, <laughs> Damien, that Problem right. at all, guys. Brilliant. Any time to pick it up outside. when do think you and stop there. That that's right is, there, that's ridiculous.
1: That is sensational. Love, because whenever you're asking a your friend to help you move, it's always the fridge that's the, the yes, killer, isn't that it? That is the killer. Damo's got no friends whatsoever. <laughs> 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 the KFC summer session. We we're talking earlier in the show about the World Cup of 2022 uh, being held not in June of July in Qatar. Uh, but more likely around this time of the year, Well, we mentioned there a man we're about to talk to who is playing in Qatar. He is, of course, a two-time World Cup player for Australian soccerers, Mark Bresciano, and he joins us right now. G'day, mate. You hey, there, buddy, Mark. can you hear us? I can hear whistling. It's like he's... Hello. He, he... Hi, hi, Mark, it's Tony Squires here, mate. Uh, congratulations on the, uh, the ban being lifted and you being allowed to play in the next World Cup.
4: Mm I'm not sure if you should be congratulating
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm still suspended for four months. <laughs> <laughs> what an opening answer that is, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank I, you I, and goodbye. Thank you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I think what they're saying, British is that everyone everyone across the country are, are delighted that you'll be able to play for Australia during the World Cup. But just yeah. give our listeners oh. yeah, who are not up to date with the case what exactly happened so, so they know exactly what happened and, and what's, what's transpired yeah. in the last couple of days.
4: Okay, well the decision has been made from uh, CAS, which is the Court of Arbitration on Sport, mm. was um, on Friday. Mm. And basically they've denied the stay, which means that I'm not able to play any games while the field is going on. So mm-hmm. um, my suspension still goes on. And basically the suspension stops on the 13th of March. So regardless of what happens in the hearing, if I'm guilty or not guilty, I'm still going to be doing my suspension. Mm. And I think they've made this decision based on my um, commitment to the World Cup with the national team. So I have no risk of uh, missing the World Cup. Hmm.
1: There, there is a, 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 I think in March five a friendly. That next friendly for Australia. Uh, have you had any conversations with Ange Postecoglou, the coach, about uh, how he plans to use your if indeed he does.
4: No, I haven't had any communication, as I said, with the coach. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it's basically going to be the same situation like in Costa Rica where I'm allowed to play friendly games. Mm. And, yeah, so any international friendlies or, or any club friendlies I'm able to play.
1: Mate, we we're talking about Qatar now. You're there as we speak. This is the kind of time they were talking that they, if they were to move the World Cup of 2022 to this time of the year, just give us an insight into what conditions are like there. Now in,
2: in yeah. July or the conditions in June? No, right now, right now, the time that they're talking about playing oh, right the World now. Cup. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. Now, I'm saying the conditions that are. Uh, like the weather conditions in January here, or the conditions in June. No, yeah, give us both, June. both. Give us both, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, now it's perfect. Mm. Well, playing January, the 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 time perfect for football, mm. perfect for the fans because it's not hot during the day. Probably gets to twenty twenty
3: five.
4: Mm. At night it cools down a bit to spring, but. If they're thinking of playing the games in June, I think it's going to be almost impossible. Not for the players, because I've seen also the presentation they made to FIFA uh, for the World Cup in 2022, and it's it's incredible what they're doing with uh, the stadiums, the infrastructure, the hotels. Um, everything's going to be air-conditioned, so the players are going to be fine, but my main concern are the supporters. Mm. Um, I think they're going to struggle, because, you know, come June, July you can get to 45, 50 degrees, and it's just, you cannot stay outside. Mm. And, you know, if players have their families coming, you know, little kids or parents or whatever, they're going to struggle in the heat. Mm.
0: Mark, if you go um, on, Matthew Hayden, um, cricket obviously doesn't go much to the Middle East, although it has been to Sharjah and Dubai, etc. Um, But just explain yeah. the differences, mate, between... Just culturally, you know, what what are the sort of things that you do when you're hanging out and it's 58 degrees outside? What do you get up to?
4: You don't go outside. Um, basically, when you come, when summer comes here in the Middle East, everyone's indoors. Everyone's closed indoors. I mean, you get to the point where if you do go inside, like just say so you got to run into your house, you leave your car running and leave the air conditioning air, air conditioner on. <laughs> so the galaxy just standing inside so half an hour. You the car still run outside so with air conditioning, on. so when we go into the car it's nice and cool. Mm. So it's this is, there's no life out outdoors when it comes summertime here in the Middle mm.
1: All right, well, Mark Brescian, I know that uh, congratulations wasn't the word you were looking for.
3: But, uh, <laughs> I was like, great, that's one of the best stars to an interview buddy. I've ever heard,
2: that was
1: As says, we're all happy that you do have the opportunity to play in the third World yes. Cup. Let's hope that is what we see you running around in that gold jersey in Rio. And thanks for being part of the show. Much appreciated. Thanks, Brash. Thanks, mate. No worries. Thanks, Tremendous. No worries. No worries. Thank you. Mark Bresciano, uh, who is in guitar as we speak, he absolutely that was, that was nailed beauty, me. That was a beauty, buddy. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> nailed <laughs> me. Congratulate <laughs> me. <laughs> I'll, I'll be
2: Brash. Let's do the roleplay.
1: You want me to Why is it do the roleplay? That's play. role plays. I love role oh, okay.
2: play. Okay. Congratulations, Brash. Well, I don't know if congratulations are in order, Tony. See <laughs> That <laughs> was a bit like Ron the other day when he rang in, Ron Bosnich. <laughs> It was very diff- difficult
0: circumstances, though, because we didn't know whether he actually talking or not and so no. the pauses in between. the silence yeah, was yeah. deadly. Exactly right. All right,
1: I've got a few minutes now to regather myself before we launch into our second hour. This is the KFC Summer Session. The
0: only way we could drag Maddie Hayden away
3: from fishing was with KFC's Australian and English burgers. Take the taste test today.